We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Like one day I called her up and I was like, oh my God, honey, I think I'm going to have a gangbang. And she was like, excuse me, COVID. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. I didn't think about that. And so I canceled it. (laughs) What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. It's me, Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with Skylar. What's up, Skylar? You're introducing me like it's like (laughs) breaking news. Skylar has joined the chat. I just feel like sometimes I'll be editing this and I'm like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. And I'm like. Why am I bored? Like, I'm like, <laughs> come listen to my podcast. And I'm like, oh. Uh. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming. Yeah. like I mean, this was my top listen podcast <laughs> on my Spotify. Spotify is fucked. Why? I, it was one and two, which is great, but I didn't I, understand why. Spotify doesn't have a contact number because they're fucking genius. So now I just have two <laughs> playlists and I lost all like... People were damning me, like, how come you don't upload to Spotify anymore? I'm like, no, it's a separate playlist. Yeah. So it's just annoying, and I'm trying to either combine them or have that one deleted, the one that doesn't, the dead one, but they don't have a fucking contact number. I texted my friend who works in sales at Spotify, and she was like, Hannah, that's, like, not my department. And I'm like, but obviously you know someone. But you're in the room. Yeah, like, you have their email. Just send it to me. She's like. I might have a client that works at Spotify, so I'll see what I can do. Doesn't everyone fucking work at Spotify? I feel like everyone's like, I have a friend that works at Facebook. It's like, I could honestly live in, like, the janitor's closet at Facebook, and they'd be like, no, yeah, she works here, which I I might consider. (laughs) Yeah, I fucking wish I worked at Facebook or Spotify. They make so much money. And I feel like half of them don't really do a whole lot. I guess Yeah, clearly they don't have a contact number. You literally maybe like I'll get in the room and I'll start customer service for Spotify and I'll be like take it from the ground up like don't worry about it they guys. probably have a full customer service and they're all just fucking making lattes in their little startup pod uh, it's just frustrating um but anyway uh <laughs> 
I, I blocked uh, someone on Bumble today, and I reported him. Oh, so customer service is working for you in some way. In Bumble. But honestly, my report was like, I was like laughing because I, I wonder if they can go in and see the chat. They've got to be able to. They've got to be able to. So I was talking to this guy on Bumble who I matched with, and he responded to my message. So I was like, okay, this guy's probably fake because he was hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> something just wasn't adding you know, up usually there are bots that i think they throw in there so you match with a hot guy and yeah. you like get hope so you get back on yeah and they just don't respond but this guy responded pretty quickly and i was like all right there's something up with this guy yeah. and i said hey uh do you know how to build a shoe rack and he was like actually i do and i was like great you got tools and he was like yeah i do i have a big hammer and then I was like, oh, I don't think we're on the same page here. Like, I I'm keep, actually talking about shoe rack a shoe rack in the, in the box. I have a shoe rack in the box that needs to be. And it's a pretty nice shoe rack that I'm trying to put together. Anyway, we were talking about meeting up. And I was like, here's my number. Why don't we text? And he goes, well, before I text you, are you down to fuck? DTF. And I'm oh, like, it's 2013. Yeah, and I'm like, first of all, I'm a 28-year-old woman on a dating app. Yes. Of course. <laughs> what else are we doing here? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm actually here to make a friend. No, of course I'm down to fuck. But, like, I just think if a guy asks you, are you down to fuck on a dating app, it's like... Well, not anymore. It, it, it's just like, are you... That Do you know how this works? I feel like that's somebody that it's just like, this is going to be painful in so many different ways because, like... Yes, that's why I'm here. That's why we're both here. Let's get this done. But let's like exchange pleasantries first. Like it's going to happen for you if you can, if you know how to be a normal human being and like start a conversation. And I was like, do you have a girlfriend, Evan? That was my response. I was like, do you have a girlfriend, Evan? And he goes, no, Hannah. Do you have a boyfriend? And the only thing I will say about this guy is usually when guys write out my name, even though it's fucking right above them, they still spell it wrong. He got it. He got it. Oh, he goes, why do you ask? And I was like, because usually when a guy is this fucking rude, it's because he has a girlfriend and is not trying and is trying to make it very clear that like, you know what I mean? Like he does not respect women at all. Like You are not a person to him because he has one of those, you know? And he was like, no, I just I'm not looking for a relationship. And I was like, Okay, that's fine. And then I this is kind of fucked up on my end. I was like, you know what? If he's not trying to get to know me at all, I don't have to tell this guy I have herpes. No. Because I'm like, obviously we'll use a condom. I'm not having an outbreak, so the chances are small. But like, fuck this guy. Well, then, yeah, no. That's just sharing too much of yourself with somebody that you're like, this was going to be a one and done thing. I don't want to see you again. Yeah, Evan. exactly. It's like, okay, like... This is like we're not having a meaningful conversation about this or about me. Like, let's just get it done. Yeah, I don't I don't think I owe him that conversation. So I was like, no. maybe I could use this guy. I was like, OK, like, how about eight o'clock? If you want to fucking want and done it, let's get it done tonight. Yeah. And he was like, Efficient. oh, I can't tonight, but maybe sometime soon, question mark. And uh. I was like, ew, no, I'm not your fucking whore. Like, you're not going to put me on lock. And I was like, you know what? I'm fucking blocking this guy and reporting him because it's one thing to be like, I'm just trying to fuck because yeah. I was about to use his ass too. But it's another thing to keep me hanging. 
Well, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, if you were in the same room, I always think of it this way. If you were in the same room as somebody and he came up to you, he's like, hey, you're really fucking hot. Do you want to go fuck? And you're like, yeah, I do. What is he going to do? Be like, oh, okay, well, I need to finish my beer first and then I'm going to go over there and like eat a snack. But maybe, will you be like, should we get together yeah, in a I'm little gonna, like, bit? Yeah, i to my friends and like, I also have to buy my mom's Christmas gift online. Yeah, so like, oh, I've been really busy. I have a headache kind of. Like, if you're asking the question, hey, are you down to fuck? Because I'm assuming that's his voice. Are you down to fuck? If you I assume his voice is like this, actually. <laughs> you're probably right. Uh, but no, like, it's like, dude, if you're asking those questions, you have to be ready to deliver very, very quickly. Otherwise, like, what the fuck are you putting it out there for? That was my thing. I also think it's dangerous. And I was like, I'd want to meet at the bar across the street first, which yeah. I don't think he would want to do. And I was like, this is like, am I, I'm not this desperate. I have literally three vibrators in this apartment. Like, yeah. I don't need this guy. I guess in the moment it was like kind of hot because I was like, I guess I could just use the shit out of him. But then when he started being like, yeah, I can't tonight, but like, I'll keep you on the hook. It's like, absolutely not. No, sir. you will not. You are not. And then so I messaged Bumble. This is at like 2 a.m. So I was just like <laughs> stewing about a lot of things. And I was like, this guy asked if I was DTF. And obviously I'm a woman. I'm a 28 year old woman in New York on Bumble. But there's this thing called chivalry. And I thought that's why this app was created is to bring that back. So this guy needs to get off. <laughs> this guy got to go. <laughs> and I know what they're going to do is they're going to go into our conversation and be like, oh, this girl's pissed. You couldn't come over tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I just realized a new career like dream. No, I, I like, want to be on that customer service team. Yeah. So I tried to like <laughs> he was like. This is a crazy thing to do, but I know the person on the other end, they're either going to be like, yeah, this bitch is right. Or they're just going <laughs> to laugh and be like, we're not going to. We're not even going to respond to this. Yeah. You're going to get a girl like you that's like, oh, my God, like, what a dick. I can't believe you would even do that to her. Like, you need that girl or you're kind of fucked. It's nothing's going to come of it. Either way, I feel like a guy, no matter who it is, I think either they would be like, yeah, fuck this guy and block him or they're going to laugh and be like, no. Do you think they'll block you? Have we considered that? Honestly, I did consider that. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. It's like, like, maybe do me the favor. Do the thing that I can't do for myself. Maybe save me for myself and get me off this fucking app. Make it a rule and then I'll follow it. Uh, I know. I just like, yeah, what am I doing? I'm like wasting so much time with these losers. But like, I know you're going to leave and I'm certainly not going to pick up that book right there. (laughs) But you know what? I just bought that. I just have an addiction to buying things. Oh, it's part of Reese's Book Club. Yeah. That's how you know it's good. Yeah, my brother's girlfriend said it's really good. It's called The Guest List. I have no... The Guest List by Lucy Foley. It's a novel. But you I did get five pages into my, uh, my uh, AP government book. You did? Yes. How, what have you learned? Anti-federalists versus federalists. Okay. Do you remember that? No. It's basically the original Democrats and Republicans. Hmm. So federalists... Fuck, I can't remember which one's which. You'll get there. But I was sitting there reading it, and I was like, you know what? I'm doing this, baby. I'm learning about fucking history. <laughs> it was a really bright three minutes. <laughs> it was a bright three minutes. And then, I was, and then uh, my brother was, yeah, I think my brother was like, do you want to drink? And I was like, closing that book right <laughs> up. I mean, I had a big day at work, so. So, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone fucking drives me crazy. Yeah, but I feel that. <laughs> I hope, I fucking hope Evan got blocked on Bumble. I will say that. Do they tell him why or is it just like hard block and it's just like you should know? I think it will be like you've been suspended or like you have a warning or something. And Do you I'm, think he'll know it's you? 
do you hope he'll know it's you <laughs> i don't hope he knows it's me i thought of that too because i was like well at least there's no way he could like find me you know Cause, no because like, you hadn't shared no, you hadn't been texting right no so that and there's no way he like, there. wrote my number down so i'm sure if he went back in and like saw i was because then i like unmatched him you know yeah if he saw I was gone and then he was suspended, he'd be like, that fucking bitch yeah. is pissed because I couldn't go over tonight. Yeah, Evan. Exactly. I am pissed you couldn't come over last night. You were night. talking the talk and you couldn't walk the walk. Yeah, if you're going to talk about how big your dick is, which you didn't, but you basically said that. Yeah, the hammer. Yeah, if you can't bring your hammer over and work on this fucking shoe rack tonight, <laughs> um, sir, you're fired as my task rabbit and you shouldn't be on this side. No tip at all. No, I am giving him a tip, which is fucking show up. <laughs> Wait. What if you did hire a task rabbit and it was Evan? <laughs> it is crazy. Like as you get older, dating more men, it's like women get better. Men get better. Like as men get older, they get better at lying. Mm-hmm. And as women get older, they they get better at detecting lies. Oh, yeah. And so like I think back and I'm like, okay, he didn't have his job written on Bumble. Oh, yeah. And he didn't have where he went to school. He just had like his height. He didn't answer any questions. And I'm like, and Bumble Brian also didn't have anything. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's what that is. If you're not putting any form of personality and I used to be like, oh, maybe it's guys being lazy, but I think it's genuinely like if they don't have any personal information, they are not trying to get to know you. No. And they're also probably not that fun to get to know because like you have nothing to share. That's part of the fun. Uh, Like I've gone through people's um, dating apps before and there are some people that just answer the same question. Like they, I think they think it's funny. So that's a red flag in and of itself. But it'll be like, oh, like what's your favorite vacation spot? And they'll just be like tacos, tacos, tacos for everything. I'm like, number one, whoever decided that tacos was a funny food can be, can like get euthanized because there's absolutely no reason for it. But it's those people that have that sense of humor, but also the laziness involved to be like, dude, it's a one sentence answer. That's what these are here for. If you want to go fuck someone, there are so many websites for it. One of them being Tinder. It's the same format. You're good to go. It's not a learning curve. But like all you're trying to do is fuck. Go on that website. Put in a little bit of effort on this and one. Honestly, though, Tinder, I know people who are gotten who have genuinely gotten married off Tinder. So yeah. like I used to be like, oh, well, if a guy just wants to fuck, like, fine, go do that. And I would have actually fucked Evan because I I honestly am it's the herpes insecurity but I'm also learning that it's like not a real disease that you should have to disclose to people um (laughs) it's literally doctors have said so literally it's fine I like don't have it but I think it is a good thing to have in your head because it's like okay Evan was a dick would not have felt the need to share it with him but totally would have had sex with him whereas if somebody was cool and nice you'd be like okay well maybe we're gonna take this a bit slower because I actually think you're cool and nice and I want to get to know you. If I just want to have sex with you, we're going to pull an Evan and not talk about it. That's yeah. what you can call it from now on. And also, like, obviously I'd use a condom. Yeah. But also, if he was so persistent about not using one, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> Roll yeah. the dice, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I just don't understand. Like, don't you want to hang out with someone like and and be cool? Like, I don't know why you're being like a dick about this yeah like why are you well, yeah i just don't get it's like when you're a dick a girl is less likely to have like fun really good sex with you even if they decide to do it anyway if all you're after is sex as long as that's like talked about between two people it's hey like hey i'm not trying to date it's like hey i'm not either but we should still hang out because that will make the sex part of this agreement that much better and that much more fun because you're like chill with each other and it's enjoyable and you like b- at least being around the other person for 
an hour and then you're like, okay, cool. That was great. I got to go, but I'll see you on Tuesday. Like do that instead of being an asshole and being like, all right, well, can't wait to hate fuck you this week. That'll be great. Like at least make it enjoyable. You get more out of it. I think that's the part that they don't get when you're buddies with somebody. Like be a fuck buddy, but be a cool, fun friend and you're going to get better sex out of it. You'll probably do more fun stuff. I know. We cracked the code. I just don't think any guy listening to this, it, there's no way there's a They're guy. not taking notes. They're just like, They're also like girls. definitely, if they don't want to hang out with me, they're definitely not listening to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not like, oh yeah, I don't really want to hang out there, but let me go listen to her for an hour. Let me put in an hour and 20 minutes. But that was like my other thing with Evan. I was like, you know, I guess I could just fuck this guy because there's no way he'd ever find out about it. It's not like he's going to go find my stand-up special. I mean... He's clearly got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, he's clearly busy. If he couldn't, I'm like, we're in a fucking pandemic. You can't. Just the fact that he was like, I'm. So, it just pissed me off so bad to be like, nah, I'm just trying to fuck. And it's like, all right, come over. Cool. I can't tonight. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you what? know how this even works? I'm just like, and I was like, is your dick that big? And he's like, I guess you'll find out. I was like, okay. But I'll not tonight. But not tonight. I'm like, wait, you're going to leave me hanging off a cliff for like four days? Like, yeah. I'm leaving for Palm Springs. Lucky, can I come? No. no. <laughs> I feel like. No. You, if you are saying, I want to fuck you, then come over and do and it. And do it. Don't, I'm not, what, you're gonna, oh, oh, let, what are you going to Palm Springs for? Nobody, you've already established you don't give a fuck about my life. We don't get details here. I'm not telling you what the fuck I'm going to Palm Springs for. Maybe I'm going to fucking get, fuck. Someone said yes in Palm Springs, so I'm making the flight. Like, <laughs> Maybe I'm this going is to see my wife and kids. <laughs> fuck off, dude. I don't give a shit anymore. Well, because I called him out. I was like, you're being a fucking dick. And he's like, oh, what are you going to Palm Springs for? It's like, no, no, no. no it's friends. too late. You are now my task rabbit. <laughs> and I'm bent over with my pants off. And now you're going to fucking tell me you're pushing back my appointment. It felt like <laughs> it felt like I was waiting for my fucking cable guy or like my Internet guy. And they give you a window of like four hours. And mm-hmm. then you call and they're like, oh, we actually can't make it today. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I've had that happen with the gynecologist before I was so anxious about going was in the car on the way there and they called me to reschedule while I'm on the way to the appointment so I'm like sick so we get to do this all over again you cannot dangle a carrot and then be like oh you can't dangle the hammer (laughs) yeah and not come find the nail I I was like you're done yeah no that's annoying and also he wasn't that hot I went back and I was like dude your body's not like at first I was like this guy's really hot no he is hot but like the way he acted, I went back and looked at his photos, and I'm like, you've morphed. Mm. You are not that hot. Yeah, see, so you're seeing it through different lenses. It's it's one thing to be like, okay, we're clearly using each other. Do yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah. if you're going to fucking, no, 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 no. You're not using me. No. We are using each other. Yes. And if that's off the table, you're done, bitch. Yeah, I don't like it. No, I'm all about the call out. I'm tired of people, especially guys, getting away with just like, dumb behavior for adult men i don't know that i would call you an adult at 25 or younger just because i think you're not but after that like i knew i know and knew way too many 26 and 27 year olds that were making a ton of money i'm like as soon as you've got like 100k or more in your salary you're an adult man you better start fucking acting like it and if you're not 
make that well known just be a better fucking communicator i don't know why that's so difficult i'm also like i just feel like guys like you know my early 20s were just like always felt like they were pulling fast ones on me you know and like treating me like shit and i i never said anything because i didn't want them to think i was fucking crazy and i've just hit a breaking point where i'm like you know after like i had that relationship with my really good friend who was gaslighting me for like three years and like it like I think I think it literally just broke something inside of me because I just he just knew me yeah so well and he just like manipulated it to and then to turn around and make me feel like shit and then one night I was like stop stop fucking talking because I know what you're doing and you know what you're doing right now and I'm you know what it's one thing to go behind my back and make me feel like shit it's another thing to fucking lie to me but it's another thing to think that you're smarter than me and think I don't know what you're doing yeah now. it just broke something inside of me so now every time a guy does something shitty I'm like I, I can't I, I'm like I can't deal with this shit anymore no well that I feel like I say it all the time I wish more people would call people out because somebody is always letting them get away with it and that's why they keep doing it if enough people are like hey that's really shitty behavior and I don't like it so I know we've had something going on here but I'm nipping into the bud I don't want to be around you anymore I don't deal with this and then left if enough girls did that to straight dicky guys, the dicky guys might actually turn semi-nice or at least realize what they were doing was wrong. If you don't tell them, they don't know, and it's not because they're naive. It's because they're getting away with it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, hey, yeah, actually, we're not going to do that anymore. So all of us collectively have agreed that you need to cut it the fuck out. Well, it's also like for so long, it's like women are crazy, women are crazy. And I'm like, you know what's fucking crazy? Taking this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't want to hang out. I mean, actually, granted, I did just ghost a guy. <laughs> oh, I'm a hypocrite. But he made me order a Star is Born and then complain about it the whole time. And I was like, <laughs> literally, fuck off. I've seen this movie. I fucking love this movie. So I'm happy to pay $3 for it. But now you're ruining it with your shitty ass commentary. Yeah, now I gotta watch it again. You literally, he was literally like, can we watch A Star is Born, please? I'll Venmo you. I was like, sure, I'll, I'll sure. Let me babysit this fucking loser and I'll pay for A Star is Born. And then he's sitting there, he's like, this movie fucking sucks. And I'm like, you banged me and it's my money. And I'm like, this is my bed. What am I doing? We're watching this on all my stuff. He also charged his phone and I woke up, my phone was dead mm. and his was charged. And I'm like, why am I supporting this homeless man? Yeah, no. And then for him to text me, I was like, yeah, no, no. Mm -mm. And if he were to call me out and be like, look, that's really shitty. You didn't text me back. I'd be like, this is why I didn't text you back. Yeah. You're just an opportunist. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. Um, Anyway, um, our guest today, she is, she was my old boss at Chelsea lately when I was an intern. And she's like the coolest woman I've literally ever met. She's so funny. She's just like, a fucking homie i don't know i don't know how to describe her like, no, i think that's actually a really good way to describe her amy meyer all right we gotta take a quick break for ads and yes they're the same fucking ads as every week but look again i don't make these ads i just read them and if you're a business owner right now indeed is offering our listeners a free 75 dollars credit to boost your job post which means more quality candidates we'll see it faster again i really doubt anyone listening to this has a business but if you do start with indeed baby because now indeed has a new way of matching you with candidates instantly that delivers you a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job this makes indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do so try out indeed 
with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer anywhere. So go right now, Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is going to end December 31st. In terms and conditions, do apply. I don't know what the fucking terms and conditions are. (laughs) Read the fine print. This is a script. I have no idea. It doesn't tell me what the terms and conditions are. And chances are, you're not hiring anyone. But if you are, go to Indeed.com. Also, bet online. Bet online because football is still here and you are not at the game, but you can still bet online and bet online. It goes the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads to totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Is that healthy? I just ate a cookie that I made last night after midnight because I'm so fucking lonely. So I don't, I don't know what the fuck healthy is. It's all relative. So if you want to go bet all day every day, go fucking do it and do it on Bet Online because your chances are better. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. And don't forget to use the promo code BlueWire at BetOnline.ag. That's BlueWire, all one word. Bet Online is your online sportsbook expert. Again, I'm gonna have to fucking say it. Go to ApplePodcast.com and leave a review. Some of you aren't writing anything, but I still appreciate the five-star drop. But go do it. What the fuck else are you doing? My roommate is in the other room. She can probably hear me. This is embarrassing. Please. All right, let's get back in there. <laughs> Oh my god, look at you. Okay, normal. So I was going to try to make my girlfriend get this set up, but I'm really proud of myself that I figured out how to do it myself. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Wait, what does your necklace say? Um, all these different things in French. It's vintage YSO. Jeannie got it for me. It's my, it's my collar of freedom. So when I wear it, this says love. And then it says sun. It says pleasure. It says YSO. What is it? What else does it say, honey? And see, because we love to swim. And what? Oh, and laughter. She found it online. That's and so I found cool. her this really vin- beautiful vintage Christian Dior necklace. That's the great thing about dating a girl that has good taste and is romantic is that we get each other really fabulous presents. I was going to say, the gifts must be amazing. (laughs) Yeah, we do really fun stuff together. So it's sort of like having a polyamorous relationship. She meets so many of my emotional and like romantic needs that some of the guys I can have in my life are just for dick. And I don't resent them. I celebrate them. And I'm like, come over and give me that dick and then leave. (laughs) Um, I guess we could just get into it, but I was going to say... Uh, Amy was my boss at Chelsea Lately, like, and we oh, worked sweet. in wardrobe, so I still have all my best clothes from there. Oh my god, I might have a few things for you. Um, yeah, we and uh, Jeannie might be a little smaller than you, I think, in her waist. Your bodies are different shapes, but we have such good shopping karma, and we do a lot of consignment shop and thrift store shopping every time we travel. Like, we went to San Francisco for Outside Lands. Our big, like, what made that weekend was she found this amazing consignment gucci leather coat with black fringe and then on the inside the the lining has this tiger and roses embroidered on the inside on like flannel it's so sick and then i got a full-length fur coat that's mink with silver fox and then we were like okay we can't spend any more money on this vacation we are eating falafel (laughs) (laughs) eating falafel in our fur this is how we do it (laughs) Yeah, San Francisco is really cold in the summer, so you need fur. Yeah, <laughs> actually, 
Well, I, I still have that mink beret that you convinced me to buy. And every time I'd wear it, Kylie would be like, Hannah, are you really wearing a mink beret to dinner? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah I have to. Yes. Yeah. I mean, oh no. my God, those would look so good this winter with your crazy cowboy boots. You're right. You have those hot pink ones. Yeah. Unapologetically wear that to Trader Joe's. <laughs> Do it. I feel like even when I wear the boots alone, people are like, oh, where are you going? And I'm You're like, fucking today. Target, bitch. <laughs> Oh my God, I saw these really cute gold ones online and I, they reminded me of your pink ones. And I was like, dude, I should fucking get these and rock them like Hannah because like those look like so much fun. They are fun. They look like, yeah. I don't, I, I have really great boots, but I don't have any that are as insane as that. Well, so when yeah. you go to like Seattle, do you have, do you, do you keep all your clothes in one place or do you have different places? You know what I mean? Like I have two wardrobes. Two <laughs> I divided it. Because some, some clothes are just more Atlanta. Atlanta's strip clubs, big booties, fried chicken. Um, <laughs> Seattle is Subaru Outback, flannel, farm to table. I've never seen you wear a flannel. Um, I have one, and I actually wore it today for the first time ever. Um, because I decided if I don't wear things, um, I have to get rid of them. Right now, it's like I can't buy any more clothes like we we have we're moving so that we have enough room because I always find really great deals and this flannel shirt was my friends and so I was like kind of missed him and um so I was like I'll wear this today and it actually looked cute with my outfit but that's the and it's more of a houndstooth flannel yeah as I mean I were just talking before this but she described herself as uh the straightest lesbian and I was like that's literally what my dad described you as <laughs> the straightest lesbian he's ever met but like the, he was like yeah. arguably that amy's your most interesting friend and i was like yeah i do think even just talking to you about like oh i did mushrooms last night you're like that's great <laughs> if and you can hold your shit together and you can handle being kind of batty for a couple of days but also not get i think the thing about that is not also not getting stressed out about it like if being kind of off or just being a little bit different stresses you out, you shouldn't do it. Or it could make you kind of have a good couple of days because you sort of see a th couple things that are trippy in it. You could view that as good. I mean, if it's making you fuck up at work, then it's a problem. But I don't think that that would make you fuck up at work. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been really actually better. better. <laughs> yeah, some of my best ideas have come She's out of it. probably getting a promotion at the end of this week. But I took a bunch on Thanksgiving, and I was, like, writing jokes that I thought were so funny. And I was like, aren't can openers so random? And then I looked at it the next day, and I was like, that is such a 90s hack joke. <laughs> like, what about can openers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you never think about them until you need one. It's like, I was like, that is such a dad <laughs> <laughs> that is a Kansas City joke that you would hear. Yeah, but actually can openers really aren't random. They have a, a very distinct purpose. They are there to open cans. And if you look at them, their design is like pretty precise. <laughs> you don't think to buy one. Like that's not my go-to at Amazon. Like you know you need knives, you know, you know what I mean? That might be my generation yeah. because I grew up in the time of casseroles. So that's totally a joke that would your your generation probably does think is funny. I don't know. Do you use can openers that often? Never. I used one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I eat out of a lot of bags. <laughs> I don't use a can opener often, but I had to, I eat canned tuna. Sometimes I will get some sort of fancy dog food or something like a little tin for dime bag to try. 
and you need a can opener for that. Uh, Amy's dog's name is Dimebag. That's cause, incredible. Because <laughs> his shits are the size of Dimebags. And I want to yeah. get a weenie dog. That's my, what my dream is. Really? Why? Because they're they so such cute. such dick personalities. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. I think they're Dude, kind of assholes. they have such dick personalities. Okay, I ran a dog business for four years. I've taken care of several dog business, I mean, several leaner dogs. And the, in that, that, that feeds to the reason why I think it's okay to wish death upon a wiener dog that is like even worse than the other wiener dogs. Because the world is a better place without wiener dogs. What kind of dog should I get? A standard poodle or a silky terrier. I would get a Simone or a dime bag. They don't shed in, oh yeah, Simone, I'm talking about you. She just looked up and she was like, oh, you're bragging about me. Um, yeah, I guess a dime bag would be the dream. Um, I want to talk about, you know, your polyamorous relationships. Because, okay, and you saying you aspire to, at a young age, you aspire to have a bunch of lovers. Yes. Okay, wait. Did we start the podcast or are we just talking? No, we're starting it. <laughs> oh, we've already started it? Yeah, but I can cut it out. Like, I cut it out. <laughs> no, you don't have to cut that out. You don't have to cut anything out. <laughs> I'm glad I know, now know not to buy a wiener. <laughs> I was going to get a wiener named <laughs> Chili. You know, like a chili dog? Yeah. Or mustard, musty? Yeah. If you got a standard poodle and you named it (laughs) mustard and you always did it in a really fabulous cut, that would be really funny too, Hannah. You could still do mustard. You can make that dream come true. Yeah, I guess. Also, really quick, do you think I should get a mullet? It's pretty in right now. Is it? Miley Cyrus has one. Debbie Ryan just got one. It looks good, like a long, shaggy mullet. Okay, so you wouldn't go super short on the side? No, you would just do- be, like, shaggy. Um, oh, yeah, I did that in my 20s. I dyed it purple when I lived in New York City, and it was sort of like a side mohawk mullet. I mean, if you're cool with, like, probably cutting it shorter afterwards, why not? You only live once. <laughs> or I thought, But you're the one who says we live multiple lives. In this body. With this but hair. you do live multiple lives. But you only live one life in this body. So you have to have as much fun with it as you can and try as many different looks. For sure. Whenever I get stressed out about death, because I used to stress out, and then one time <laughs> you were like, Hannah, you think we only live one life? Are you dumb? Are you crazy? And I was like, oh, that's a, that's, I like that attitude. Oh, my God. Um, after this... Um, DM me your address and I will send you um, this book that many lives, many masters. I started last year rereading a lot of the books I read in my twenties just to see what I would catch from them differently as a woman that's 45 versus 25. And I will tell you, I I don't know what I saw in like Emily Bronte, but (laughs) many lives, many masters was um, I would say one of the books that like set my spiritual foundation. It's by written by this psychiatrist from Yale um, that was a pretty conservative doctor and he did hypnotherapy. Um, and it's about his practice with one of his patients and spirit masters started speaking to, through him, but take some mushrooms and read the book (laughs) (laughs) while you're getting a massage. Well, that's my God. (laughs) Before we were talking and I was like, she was like, I was like, I've been taking a lot of mushrooms and she's like, Oh, have you ever taken mushrooms and done a massage? So after this, I'm going to Google, hot masseuse in Tribeca area 
and that is my Friday night plan. So oh, I don't know why I've been wasting yeah. my time on Bumble when I could just pay a hot guy to come over and rub me down. Yeah, but I don't know if you'll get one if you put hot masseuse. Probably what you'll get is um, massages that do hot stones. You just do oh, masseuses yeah. in my area and then thumbtack, and there's different apps. And some of the most of the masseuses, they have pages. You know, everybody has an Instagram or something, but it has yeah. their picture. And so just decide who you want touching your naked body (laughs) and like meld the stress out of your muscles. But there's even guys on Instagram, and this has really popped up since quarantine that do like sexy massage, like massage with happy endings. And one of my masseuses has started doing that. And he asked me how to market himself. (laughs) And I told him what to charge, but I don't get that from him. He, I don't get a happy ending, but he said definitely since quarantine. Um, but you could even Google that. I haven't done that. I think I'd be, I have a phone. <laughs> I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, I had a guy. I was I had just blocked a guy on Bumble because he was like was trying to get a massage from Hannah. In yeah, he was like basically way. like, are you down to fuck? So he was just basically trying to get you to come over and give him a massage with a happy ending. Yeah, pretty much. Like, fuck him, or, like, blow him, and then leave. Yeah, that's usually something you pay for. (laughs) Yeah, I always, I mean, even when guys are, like, hey, send me a pic or whatever, I'm always, like, where are your manners? I have got my phones full of them. All you have to do is say please. And and just, like, butter me up a little bit. Hey, beautiful, I miss your face um, and your tits. Okay, I'd love to see you. Okay, of course, of course. Let me send you, I've got four loaded right now. Here you go. (laughs) Have a great day. 45 seconds later. Manners are definitely important. Bumble's a hot mess. Which dating app do you use most? I'm not on a dating app now. I will do, um, I've done Bumble. I think I did two stints on Bumble and I'll do it for a month. And I figure if I don't have enough game to fill a stable to keep me occupied for a couple of months in a month, you know, like I should be able to set up enough dates and meet enough people to filter through and be entertained for two months. And then out of that, there will be, you know, you just got to let, you've got to sift it all out and then you're left with the gold. So <laughs> yeah, you need to be clear on the stable thing because not many people have okay. a stable. Okay. Okay, so I have a girlfriend. She's awesome. We've been together for two years. And we are in a polyamorous relationship. And we both date men. So we have a really awesome, you know, partnership and like romantic, fun relationship. And we just have a blast together. It's a great relationship. But at the end of the day, her vagina is not my responsibility. She can fuck whoever she wants. Like, she does not have to ask my permission. She'll tell me who she's fucking, and we usually run things by each other because we're each other's checks and balances, so we don't go too crazy. Like, one day I called her up, and I was like, oh, my God, honey, I think I'm going to have a gangbang. And she was like, excuse me, COVID. And I was like, oh, my God, you're right. I didn't think about that. And so I canceled it. (laughs) And that's a true story, Hannah. What what is your definition of a gangbang? Is that an orgy, or is it like... What is a gangbang? No, I would have been the I've only I've never girl. heard of it outside of porn. Oh, my God. Hannah, it's, like, so real life. Not my real life. Oh, sorry. I'm a prude here. Technically. <laughs> no, but, like, there are lots of people that have, well, in the swinger scene. Okay, so 
I was doing research for a, a creative project and <laughs> no, I'm serious. I know. Um, and so there were all these things I hadn't tried. So I had to do research so that I could write about it. And I didn't know about the swinger scene. So like parties and clubs and all of that kind of stuff, but they're like swinger sites. I'm not on any on the, uh, any of them because I'm out there enough in this world. I don't need <laughs> any more stimulation. I don't need to be on a swinger website. I don't, my life is colorful enough. But um, there's a couple of them I know. In, I'm in Atlanta. And Atlanta has a big swinger scene here. But yeah, there are people that have gangbangs in real life. And so... <laughs> but like, what is a gangbang? Okay, so it's like a girl, I mean, typically, but I guess a guy could be in a gangbang. A gangbang is there's one person getting fucked. And there's like, um, I would say four to upwards of how many, like Google it. There's like the Guinness Book of World Records of gangbangs. It's oh like 300 women or something. I can't imagine what that would do to your hips. But... Um, <laughs> I've That's had, the I've, biggest concern of a gangbang. <laughs> oh, my hip flexors. Well, Hannah, I'm getting ready to turn 46, so my hips are a concern. I told you I have to really stretch out if I'm going to, like, totally, like, go for it. If it's just, like, 15 minutes of sex, I don't have to. But if we're talking multiple positions and it's, like, a professional athlete, I need to do pigeon. Do <laughs> 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 you keep your Nikes on the whole time? <laughs> No, I like to be naked. I mean, if I'm like having sex on a balcony or I'm outside or on a dance floor, then I probably have on my Nikes. But if I'm in my bed, they're off. Sensible. And I will take my high heels off once I get in the bed because I have really nice linens and I don't want to damage them. That's fair. So you were going to go, but COVID, but like, how do you form the gang <laughs> that's going to bang? <laughs> Who's in the gang that's doing the banging? Yeah, like, do, you, okay. do they form a team? Okay. Is it like... <laughs> Sometimes they are a team. I mean, sometimes it could be, I, I mean, you've always heard about how girls have sex with the football players and basketball players in like college or high school. I've been told uh, by more than one professional athlete that they don't do that once they go to the pros. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is so funny. So, there, I mean, just different ways. I mean, I'm sure some girls tell their boyfriend they want to have one and they ask their friends or there are people that advertise for it online. There are different sites and there are swinger websites. So, and then, so that's one way, like there could be a girl that wants to, so she uses different avenues to find it and create and make her fantasy come true. Or I've even seen that there are guys that are like, we're a group of guys that because there's a thing called cuckolding, you know, where mm -hmm. guys like to watch their wives get fucked by one man. And then they're like, oh, she really wants to be a slut. Let me watch her get fucked by three or four. So there are guys that get together. So they are sort of a gang, but I wouldn't call it a gang. I would call it a crew or it's sort of like, you know, a bull, like a bowling team or whatever. Like they're, they're <laughs> pastime, they get together, they smoke some weed, maybe they have some drinks and they bang chicks to, and watch each other do it. And egg each other on and stuff I guess I don't know yeah, they, yeah. there needs to be a new name for a gang a bowling yeah. team <laughs> is that what a bowling team is yeah <laughs> might as well be so you it was a fantasy that. but that's what I mean Jeannie and I always do each other's checks and balances so 
it was, you know, something I was writing about and it seemed like, oh my God, this is cr- like, this is awesome. I think I'm going to do this. And then she was like, no COVID, mm. but it's still might do it someday. If it's like, everything's aligned. I mean, I've had sex with more than one guy at the same time before. I'm an exhibitionist. Me and my girlfriend go to, there's this really awesome um, swinger club that we've gone to. Um, we have is it an open club. swinger club or is it just like, you know, it's a swinger club? Oh no, it's online. And they have two locations. One's in Fort Lauderdale, one's in Atlanta. And it's totally legit. Like it's nice. Like it's really clean. They're actually open now, but I haven't been. Probably a good call. Yeah. I mean like <laughs> once they suck, but I'm in Atlanta and it's like people like I got in an Uber the other day and the, I was walking up to the Uber and the driver looked at me to see if I was wearing a mask and then he put a mask on because I had one on. So yeah, people are going to sex clubs here. I mean, strip clubs are open, nightclubs are open. I mean, people So you are have still sex in list. the club? Oh yeah. How do you do disease? Like you just use a condom in the room? Like, is there like a quick a chat beforehand? Yeah. Like, well, of course. Yeah. You guys, I mean, it's not like an all you can eat buffet. <laughs> I mean, no. I'm sorry. I'm ignorant <laughs> to this. I'm curious. Okay, okay. So you walk in and you have to bring your own alcohol, but at this one, they make really good food. And so there's a buffet. And they have a buffet and, club, a, and all you can uh, eat buffet? <laughs> You're like, um, <laughs> yeah, but it has, the club has different rooms. So yeah, they have an all you can eat buffet at the guests and they change from when they open from eight to midnight, it's dinner food. And then from midnight to six in the morning, it is breakfast food. Oh no, four in the morning. And then there's a dance floor with a stripper pole, but like tables, like it's a really fun club. And then there's a locker room where you get a locker and you can change your clothes. And then there's a back room, which you have to be naked with your towel or in lingerie to go into. And there's pool tables. There's private rooms, there's a um, couple's room, which has a giant bed in the middle, which is kind of like a really fabulous stage. And then it's lined with like a giant sort of bed around it. And then there's the VIP club, which uh, me and my girlfriend are a member of. And it's like kind of out of like the movie Eyes Wide Shut. There's red velvet couches. My favorite room to have sex on has this giant bed. It's like three queen size beds put together. And they're all silk sheets. And after people have sex on them, there's attendance. They're just cleaning everything. There's baskets of towels. There's condoms everywhere. There's lube. And back then there's your own bar back there. So like I can leave my, you, then you take your own liquor. So I have a really good bar there. Then they have good mixers. So they make, and the bartenders are great. They know exactly how I like my drinks made. And in the diamond club in the back, they make um, the food um, fresh to order. And it's good, like crab cakes, lobster rolls, and then they um, wow, know fish about that. I feel like that could get a little. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually good, but then they have like crazy rooms, and not everybody that goes have sex. I mean, seventy-five percent of the time I go, I don't play, but I've had some really wild nights there, and it's fun. One time, I lost my dress, and I left in a pair of thigh highs and a fur coat. Literally. Amazing. And got into an Uber and went home. <laughs> How do you decide, like, who gets the big bed? Is it, like, what do you mean? Like, it, isn't that just in one room, right? Yeah, that's just one room. But it's, like, you just go in, and if, like, there's t- two couples having sex on it, you just lay down and start having sex next to them. Yeah, I guess just, that's why you're there. Yeah. But it's fun. I mean, Hannah, you should go. Just be, like, you don't have to play. And nobody, like, tries to touch you. 
And it's funny. I have since seen some weird ass shit there. It's funny. And the other thing about it is everyone's naked. Well, not every, I mean, if you're in the back, they're pretty much naked. And they're all admitting that they're into freaky shit. So you can ask him anything. I've had some of the best conversations with people at sex clubs. I've even told people, um, I'm just here to check it out because I'm a writer. Like, tell me your stories. I mean, it's really funny. I was actually going to go, my friend from LA was flying out to New York in March. And I was supposed to go March 21st to a party club thing with her. And then COVID happened. So I I didn't go. But I was just Uh, curious. I was like, I need to see these rooms. I wonder if it's sexual elite. Um, before I left LA, I was at Bootsy Bellows in LA on a date on the dance floor. And my date went to the bar to get a drink. And this guy came up and he was like, invited me to join their elite sex club. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know Bootsy Bellow had a sex club. No, it's not there. He was just there and he saw me on the dance floor dancing. And he was like, you should come and come to our parties. And I was like, what is it? And he was like, well, it's like a fight club for sex but it's invite only and it's for people in their 20s and 30s that are all good looking and I was like well I'm 40 and he was like do you won't have a problem don't worry about it and so I didn't go because I had never done anything like this and I didn't know how to ask a guy I was totally curious to like watch other people have sex I mean then it's also a good parameter to see like how good am I (laughs) you guys will always will be like your pussy is so good what does that really mean (laughs) what I mean I want to see it in action (laughs) yeah like what are you what are you talking about yeah what's the measurement here but also are they like good looking are the is every are there like not good looking people a part of this does that mean yeah no yeah there are definitely people that are not good looking and there are definitely people that are good looking there's all different kinds of people i mean you will totally see people that look like your parents best friends some of them are pretty good looking for their age yeah but what i'm saying is or like your neighbor or like just there is people from all walks of life. Like you will see older couples there, but then it's also, what do you think is attractive? But yeah, there are lots of hot people there and that's always fun. Yeah, no, I'd just be interested to go to see cause it's like, you never know who's a freak, not a freak, but you know, freaky. And then you go and you're like, oh wow, yeah. It's everybody. <laughs> it's literally everyone. Oh, but, but you can't, like I've taken, I took this one guy who I really liked and, um, he had, and I'm sad bummed about it because he had such a nice dick and we went and he'd never been to a place like this. And this was a place I go all the time. Like I know the people that work there. I'm friends with all of them. And so I just kind of get to run around wherever I want. And he was um, just sort of like a kid in a candy store. And he just, he, I think he got too drunk at one point. Like I turned around and he's like having sex with this girl And I'm like, okay, but she wasn't even really that cute. Like, I felt like he was just trying to like have sex with whoever. And I was like, dude, you must be drunk if you had sex with her. And then I, so I left and I went to the, we were in the main part of the club. And then I went to the back part because I wanted to get a drink from my bartender. And he comes back looking for me and he still had a condom on his dick. So he walked, he finished having sex with this girl and then pulled out and walked through the club with a condom on to look for me. That's when I went and tipped the staff and said, <laughs> I'm leaving. 
I'm sorry. This is his first time here, but he's really, really nice and he's harmless. And he was. He's a really nice guy and he's harmless. But after that, I could not take him seriously. I was like, <laughs> that'll do it. Yeah. Was it, was it a used condom just hanging off just his like, dick? Yeah. It's like he had sex with her, Hannah, pulled out, and then went to find me. He was so drunk, he did a thing to take the condom off of his dick. I mean, I'm impressed that he was that drunk to not notice, but could still finish, honestly. Yeah. That's a tricky, tricky balance. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, that was the last time I would, I will ever see you, but he's still, I will say to this day, a really nice guy. I just can't look at him the same after that. Have you ever seen like the same kind of situation where you can tell it's somebody's first time or they just don't know what to do or aren't comfortable and it just is clearly going downhill very fast or they just don't know what they're doing and they're kind of messing up the vibe or anything? Like, is there a way to do something wrong or get yourself kicked out of this kind of club? <laughs> like, what does it take? Probably like t touching people inappropriately or being too drunk, but I... I mean, Hannah knows me. I'm the type of person, I'm always like the good Samaritan. I'm always like, oh my God, is it your guys' first time? Oh, do you guys think they're hot? Or I mean, I always will try to- Yeah, I was gonna say, up. I feel like you would be like, you would see someone like not knowing what to do with their hands and you'd be like, it's your first time, huh? <laughs> come here, yeah. come under my wing. <laughs> yeah, I have some friends that love going there with me because I, I'm like a really great wing woman. I always hook them up. But, um, you know, at the beginning of COVID, I sort of like missed going there, but- it, I think that was just sort of like a fun phase and it was fun to explore. But now with COVID, it's like you have to make your own fun at home instead. Yeah. So last week, my girlfriend and I were in Seattle and we decided to invite our lovers over that we both see there. And we didn't like totally have a foursome, but we just had sex in bed next to each other. So it sort of made us feel like we were at a club and we got totally dressed up cute beforehand and played good music. <laughs> and it was like, that is what we're doing to keep ourselves excited during COVID Wait, in our polyamorous relationship. How many lovers do you have in Seattle? Um, uh, really two, kind of three, but really two. One is relatively kind of new. I really like him. He's fun to have sex with, but he's young. <laughs> and we have like, he, okay, what is that? What is it like that slang term? Like if you say something and people are agreeing, what do they say? Is it say less or talk less or? Like do less. Do you know what I'm talking to? Do less. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he texted me that. And I was like, is this motherfucker telling me to shut up? And I was like, totally didn't get it and so we didn't see each other that day because I was like okay I guess I'll just stop speaking then and that and then me. did he yeah yeah did, Amy did I tell you that a guy asked me to play the quiet game oh my god I had a guy that came over and it's like I talk when I get nervous and it was like he we came over obviously because we were gonna have sex and if you want me to be quiet just put your dick in my mouth or kiss me <laughs> Or give me a massage. But there's like, I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> like, it's not my problem that you There can are options here. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my fault that you don't have game and that I was just trying to fill the space with entertaining conversation um, until you did what you were supposed to do when you came over. And I didn't want to make the first move. I didn't want to totally emasculate him. It's sort of like if you haven't really had sex with a guy a lot, if you let them make the first move, you can kind of see where they're going and also where their experience level is at. 
So, so what did he, wait, so what did he say then when you were talking? Oh, he was like, um, so then he was like, we were talking and he was like, said something like, oh, you should come over and fuck me or something. Not, he would, not that, but something alluding to that. And I would, and I said, well, that would allude to the fact that we actually had some kind of relationship, like saying like he assumed I should do something. And, um, and he goes, like, I would ever try to date you. <laughs> If you hook up with a guy casually, that doesn't mean that they need to not dis- that they need to not respect you. Yeah. Like you can have casual fuck relationships with lots of respect. I have several of them. I feel like recently I've been standing up for myself more with guys because they just have treated me like such shit, and I'm like, what? Who? Why is this okay? Yeah, who has allowed this to go on for longer than? Four like I'm seconds? like I'm just trying to have a conversation and get to yeah get to know you, and you're acting like I'm asking you to like meet your parents. Yeah. I, am I being weird here? Because I feel like you're just being a fucking dick. Like, with the quiet game thing, he was like, oh, really? You're upset? And I was like, who wouldn't be upset by that? Yeah, that's just rude. <laughs> I was like, also, yeah, I'm- but you know what? It's, like, great when they show their dick hand right at the beginning and you're not too committed because then you can just be like, okay, great, I'm out. And appreciate them for, like, the good sex that you had and, like, the fun times that you had. But on to the next – you have a lot. I mean, you have a stable. So yeah, obviously- what I was going to say, ha- dating more than one man, I think makes it easier because, and this is what I think. I'm not the easiest person to please or to keep happy. And if there's more than one person working on the job, then it's easier for everyone. And um, it just works out better in the end. Um, when I see each of them, I'm excited to see them. And they kind of all do different things. So they, I kind of all like make the perfect man. And I know some people think, well, there could be a perfect man out there. And yeah, sure, there could be. I've just, I've been married before and I don't want that kind of relationship now. I really like um, dating multiple guys. And now I'm dating a couple of guys in Seattle and um, I'm involved with... Uh, Four guys in Atlanta on varying degrees of seriousness, and I don't see all of them that often, but I really like all of them. I have really amazing sex with all of them. Actually, and then there's a few more that I could call if I wanted to that are really great. Um, I just don't necessarily have the time for, and they have busy lives, but you never know. I might run into them someday, and then it could be like, oh my God, yeah, let's totally hang out on Friday. And then I'm dating, I have a gentleman that I'm involved with in St. Louis, one in Salt Lake City, a couple in LA, and then one in New York. And I think that's it. Well, you have your, that's what we were talking about before, but your back pocket. Cause oh yeah, back pocket's in um, Atlanta. I mean, no, LA. He's in LA. Because and since I've, I've known you, you've had back pocket. And I've tried yeah, to use back- that term and people tell me it's mean, but the way you say it, I'm like, no, it's not mean. No, it's not mean because... I keep him in my back pocket and I pull him out when I need him. But you know, like if he needs to talk to me on the phone or if he really needed me, he could call me. But what it does is it's if I really need to get laid, I can call back pocket and I know that he's going to meet my needs because he's like, we have an emotional connection. So sometimes, you know, if you like, you're really horny and you have a one night stand and then it's over and you're like, God, I should have just stayed home and masturbated and like, or called somebody and had really kinky phone sex. Like phone sex with a stranger and masturbating would have been better than that one night stand Mm. and, or more satisfying, but back pocket, 
is totally satisfying. Good kisser. We have great conversations. He knows my body. So he knows how to make me come, but he's not in a situation where he wants a girlfriend. And he really like our arrangement is perfect for us. There's no drama. We've never had a fight. We've even traveled together. I went to Vegas once with him, with him and a bunch of his friends. Um, it was a blast. I didn't have sex with his friends though, just him. <laughs> <laughs> but I did fuck him with one of his friends once. That was that was actually a really good time. So what that what back pocket is is then you don't end up having sex with as many random guys. Because you know if you're horny, like you, you're on Bumble or you're dating, then, and it's like, okay, I might as well just have sex with this guy, big whoop. But if you had sex yesterday, and then you go out with a guy that you might have had sex with if you were horny, but if you just gotten really good dick, you're not going to fuck him. And then you actually listen to what he says. And then you're like, this guy's a douche. I'm not going to go out with him again. And then if you fucked him, you probably still would have came to the conclusion that he's a douche. But you would have had to give him, given, like, fucked another guy to come to the conclusion that he's a douche. But if you have a back pocket, you fuck him. Why? You date other guys and figure out if they're douches. It's like yeah. really actually saving your vagina. I know. I wish I had one. I just don't have a back pocket. Yeah, but it's not an, it's not a, a savage term. It's actually, he, it's, like a, it's like a civil servant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need, to, I need to put out a Craigslist ad to have someone. <laughs> Looking for like a friend who I can have sex with. No emotional yeah. baggage. It has to be like somebody who you really would like. Mine is a couple years older than me and he already has a family. So like he doesn't want kids. He has a, a partner, but they have a really interesting um, relationship. She knows about me. She ca still calls me downtown because um, I lived in downtown LA when I met him. He would say, he should be like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going downtown. And she knew exactly what that meant. But like, so he doesn't ever like get jealous. And he knew I call. He knows I call him that. He loves it. Yeah, well, uh, he calls you downtown. You call him back. They're like little nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> My brother and his girlfriend call each other babe. You're downtown and back pocket. <laughs> I have a few babes. Well, you're not territorial, but I just feel like the oh, way no, you Hannah, I am territorial. Me and my friends talked about this. I'm not possessive. I think being possessive and jealous and territorial are all different things. Possessive is like you think something's your possessive and you don't want to share it because you have, you've objectified it and you think you own it. And jealous is, you know, jealous. You don't want anybody to have what you have. You don't want them to have anything better. You know, you don't believe that they, you, that's really rooted in total insecurity. And I think territorial, it's like you defend your territory. So it's like, if I'm territorial over you because you were my intern and I'm walking down the street and somebody gives you shit, I would fucking scrap for you. I mean, I've never been in a fight, but if I had to, and I had to defend you as my territory, I would, but you're not my possession. I'm not possessive of you at all. And I'm not jealous of you, but I'm territorial for yeah, sure. I, yeah, I guess I like that. Yeah, I am very territorial. But like my girlfriend, like I'm very territorial of her, but she can do whatever she wants. She can have sex with somebody. She doesn't even have to tell me she's going to have sex with somebody. She can do it. And then I love to hear about it afterwards, but I have so much just like trust and faith in our relationship. People are like, how can you be polyamorous? And my girlfriend's smoking hot. Like all my guy friends were like, how'd you land that plane? I was like, I know. <laughs> um, I just, 
I know she's going to come back, but if she doesn't, that means she's not supposed to be here. So yeah, how yeah. do you have that mindset? Like, it just feels like I wish I had that, but sometimes I'm like, I get so caught well, up in, I guess it's an insecurity of my own. I have to remind myself that everything I need, I have inside of myself. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Then, you know, I'll find some way to laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll do something stupid, but fear is like the weakest place you can operate from. I just, I truly, really try not to be afraid. Cause I also think fear is like praying for what you don't want to happen to happen. So, and we just check in with each other. Like if we, you know, and we've taken it slow. So like when we've been together, like we're totally sluts with other people, but we've taken our relationship slow. So what we've done sexually with other people, we've done slowly. We recently really like fucked a guy together where we both had sex with them. And it was really kind of like a total threesome. So usually it'll be like, I will be one, one, if we're with a guy together, one of us will be with them. And the other one will just be sort of playing in some way. But we've taken our time in that, and then we just communicate about it. But I think as we've taken our time, it just, I don't know, it feels right. But I'm also really kinky, and I'm free. And if my great-grandma used to say, you know, sometimes you have to discover who you are to know who you're not. So, like, if you pee on a guy once and you don't like it, then just don't do it again. But why not do it once? Because, like, that's fucking funny. That is so, I pee Wait, on have you peed on a guy? Oh, I've peed on multiple guys. This was crazy. Um, yeah, this guy was into being demoralized. He was a professional football player. He was like a first round draft pick for one of my friends, <laughs> one of my best friends, football team. <laughs> so I was so excited to pee all over this guy. I mean, he's really sweet and I loved fucking him. Oh my God. It was like a jungle gym with emotions. It was amazing. Um, it was so much fun. Um, but yeah the the irony it was just like yeah it was quite interesting yeah how do you meet professional football players i met him at whole foods (laughs) how do you know um i didn't know what he did i you how do do i hit on someone in person i want to hit on someone in person oh my god the grocery store is so easy excuse me do you know how to tell if an avocado is ripe guys like it to like if you need help and it's something really simple like Hey, I'm trying to like do a new eating plan. Do you know anything about rutabagas? I mean, like I figure Whole Foods is one of my favorite places to pick up guys because one, you're not going to have to explain to them what kombucha is. And I mean, if you're outside of LA and two, (laughs) if they can shop at Whole Foods on a Tuesday afternoon, I mean, well, not a Tuesday afternoon, they should be at work. Um, But like on a random day, not like a weekend, then they've got their shit together. You know, if they're going to Whole Foods to pick up food for dinner after the gym, chances are they could figure out how to date me, I think. Yeah, I've been ordering my Whole Foods, but now I'm, I'm rethinking the strategy. Yeah, you got to get in there. Yeah, well, this is all pre-COVID, but yeah. I mean, and when I lived in downtown LA, like that Whole Foods is a total scene. And they um, have kombucha on tap at their bar. So you can go get vodka and kombucha. Oh my God. Yeah, at a grocery store. And walk around. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know that, yeah, don't you think it's weird that grocery stores have put bars? Have have they done that anywhere outside of LA? No. No, they have in Virginia, the Whole Foods. Just Whole Foods does that. No, the Ralph's in downtown LA, Hannah, has a bar in it. In the deli section, over by the bakery. 
what? Yeah, when you walk in and you go to the right, it's like the cheese bar and the olive bar is on one side of it. And then the other side is a bar. And I've seen people at it. I've even seen the bar full. I mean, this was pre-COVID, of course, but. Yeah, I want to move to downtown LA. No, I mean, I was there. um, I went to pick up my dog and it was so weird. Um, And, you know, I lived down there forever and I loved it. And I've never been afraid to walk down the street or of homeless people. But the energy wasn't different. And I wasn't afraid. I just felt different because it was literally like 10 to 1 street person to a non-homeless person so you just felt the difference in energy and you know a lot of times people don't touch homeless people they're definitely not touching them during covid so it was weird i wouldn't move back there for like two years yeah well i remember you and i walked to that weird not weird bar but it was a cool bar but it was like we had to walk down skid row and it was like all homeless people and i was very nervous and you were like we were with simone and we were walking down the street. It was like 10 o'clock at night and it was just us and all these homeless who were yelling at us and you were like, keep your head up and no one will fuck with us. So we're walking down the bro. <laughs> I felt like we were like models on a catwalk because everyone was screaming at us. Yeah, but you know what? Nobody did fuck with us. No, it, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not the smartest thing, but we pulled it off. Still here. Yeah. Well, I don't want to keep you too long, but um, the, I usually end this by asking if you have one secret you don't want your mom to know. God, uh, let me think. I, that's a hard one. Um, one secret that I would not want my mom to know. Well, it's not a secret. Um, <laughs> I love it. Because there are people that know it. But it's just like something that I can't imagine that I would ever tell my mom is probably that I've had more than body at time. I would never tell my mother that. And that's really major. And you don't even have to put that in your podcast. You can edit that out. Maybe I'll just bleep it. I'll just bleep it. I don't sorry, Hannah. I'm you like is there something else? I mean, I can tell you a different story. Well, I don't tell, know. Wait, I, actually tell the story about how you got married and it was performance art. I didn't tell my parents this and um, they asked me about it like six months later because somebody in my family follows me on Instagram. Um, but I was in LA and I was um, at a party on a dance floor and I eat a bunch of mushrooms and done something else that's not DMT, but it's sort of like acid and molly together. It's like, it has letters in it. I don't know. It's like some hippie drug. And I did a little bit of that. So I was like feeling really happy. And it was an amazing house party. And I met this chick on the dance floor and she's dancing with my friends. And she had like, she looked so beautiful to me. And she really is beautiful. But she looked so beautiful and she was so cool. And she was a DJ. And they're like, hey, this is our friend. She's a DJ. And yeah, she um, is trying to find somebody to marry her um, because they're trying to deport her from the country. Isn't that horrible? And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. And and my friend Michael was like, she's such good people. And I was like, okay, I'll marry you. I mean, my, and they were like, really? And I was like, yeah, will you please? And she goes, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, will you please marry me? And she was like, looked at my friend Michael, and he was like, she's totally for real. And, and then he was like, Amy, are you for real? And I was like, yeah. I was like, my flight leaves tomorrow night at 10. 
so we could get married tomorrow afternoon. I was like, let me text my friend Bill real quick and see if he'll marry us. So I texted Bill, hey, can you marry me tomorrow afternoon? And he was like, yeah. So, I mean, my intention was that um, I would really marry her for her papers um, because just everything that was going on politically, any way that I can, you know, say fuck you to Donald Trump, I would do. But anyway, so the next day, so I, in it then, so I got engaged to her. And then I met this super hot guy on the dance floor after that. That dance floor was on fire that night. It looked like <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Earlier in that party, I'd gone around and picked out who I thought were the three hottest guys. <laughs> and I gave them it's a third grade drinks. dance. Yeah, so I'd like case the joint. I'm like, who are the three hottest guys? Because my girlfriend went home early because it was like the end of our vacation and she was exhausted. I had worn her out. And so I gave three different guys mushrooms. Went up and I was like, hi, my name's Amy. Um, you look like fun. Me and my friends brought some really, some good chocolate mushrooms. If you want one, you can have one. Um, you know, which one, I just, it's like a really great way to introduce yourself. Another way to flirt. And, what if they um, were cops, Amy? No, this was an underground party that you had to have a password to get into. None of them were cops. <laughs> Sorry, I've never been. Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it's context. Called, yeah, no, it was, yeah, there were no cops there. Um, it's one of those parties that it's over when the sun comes up. So I'm engaged and we've decided that it's our, my bachelorette party. And so everybody's partying and we're having so much fun and I'm dancing with Lenny Kravitz on the dance floor. And then later I'm outside smoking a cigarette and I go over and I sit down and I smoke by him. And so we're talking and I'm kind of like feeling his vibe. And so I was like, Hey, do you want to go back to my place and make out? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I do. And I was like, cool, great. Let's I'm going to go in and tell my friends. So we just like literally got up, went in, told our friends, hey, we're going home, went outside. He called us an Uber. We made outside. He was such a good kisser. So then I was like, this was a great decision. And so then we go back to where we're staying. And I was staying at, um, do you remember Heather and Michaels with the little guest house in the back, the people that have the goats? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So in the garage, they turned into a launch pad that's like a yoga studio where you can do DMT. And Jeannie was sleeping in there, but that's like the best place on the property to have sex. So I wake Jeannie up and I'm like, hey, you have to go sleep in the house because I want to have sex with Lenny Kravitz in the launch pad. And then um, in the morning, we have to get up and go to the farmer's market because I'm getting married. And she was like, okay. So we did that. And we, he was, we had great sex. He was so much fun. And he really did like look like Lenny Kravitz. If I had Lenny Kravitz music on my phone, I would have played it while we had sex, but I didn't. <laughs> and I didn't sleep. I, um, then I went to the farmer's market and got all these beautiful flowers and all this stuff and picked out my outfit and Jeannie picked out her outfit and we wrote our vows and I called and texted all my friends and we threw a spontaneous wedding. We made an altar out of crystals and flowers. And then for bouquets, we all carried different um, crystals and people showed up and we played music and we went down and we got married. But it was very much like performance art, but my bride cried. She totally cried, Hannah. It was awesome. It was so much fun. I ended up missing my flight. So I did get to sleep with my bride that night, but I did not have sex with her because I didn't want to make her feel like I was taking advantage of her because she had to marry me to stay in the country. If we ever had sex, I wanted it to be because she wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, Very thoughtful. But so, 
after that, it was so much fun. And my first marriage that was for real was so much fun that I've decided I'm only getting married for performance art now. But I have two weddings planned. So that's that. I know. Well, my dad, I told my dad we caught up and he was like, oh my God, how, how is her wife? She got married. <laughs> and I was like, oh dad, that was performance art. And he burst out laughing. <laughs> it had a purpose that we were, she was, we were getting it married for a reason, but we decided because we had to be pictures that we would make a performance art. And that's when I decided that it is really fun to get married. It's just not fun to be married. <laughs> that- <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.